Vineyard Westside welcomes everyone. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. Come as you are, because we believe that love wins, period. Uh, I want to talk about um, New Year's resolution kind of stuff today. But, um, uh, I'm, sometimes I take a while to get going. Um, and really, 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 truly, spring is way more doable. Um, a lot of us, it is kind of the funniest time for the new year to come along is the month when the most people are experiencing crippling depression uh, throughout the planet. It's the, the highest month that you're supposed to jump into gear and go, yeah, I'm going to start all these new things. I, I can't ever seem to get them going. But springtime comes around, and sometimes it's a new opportunity. And this spring is, is going pretty well. Here's what I guess I would ask um, today is about, do you, are you one of the people who feels like you have too much stuff to do and not enough time to do it? How many of you, too much stuff to do and not enough time to do it? Yeah. You're, it's always, that's always fascinating to me because I'm one of the people who's like, well, you can have twice as much time if you stay up all night. And so I have gotten myself into unhealthy habits many, many, many times because um, something wired in me allows me to just kind of stay awake if I want to. Uh, and man, you can get a lot more done. But what's the, what's the cost? So are you tired? Any of you tired? Um, like you could be just tired, like you, all you want is sleep. Sleep sounds delicious. You use words like delicious when you think about sleep. <laughs> but for some of you, are you tired of waiting? Like just tired of waiting for whatever it is you've been waiting for. For some of you, are you tired of messing up all the time? That it seems like you've been trying to do better, but you keep being the screw-up, and everybody expects you to be the screw-up, and there you go, you did it again, you screwed up, kind of thing. Are you tired of that? Are you tired of maybe being lied to by somebody, and it just keeps happening, and you're tired of it? Maybe you're tired of being the one that is the keeper of the peace in your family, that everybody hates each other and you're the one who's trying to be the glue holding it together, but secretly you hate all of them. <laughs> but just, you could be tired from a million different things. You'd be tired from, um, it, it, he, uh, we got married and it, it was supposed to be an incredible marriage and now he doesn't even look at me. It could be that you're tired because um, he's, he's a butthole. To you. Matthew chapter 11, it says it basically if you're tired, if you're tired of anything, Matthew 11, Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So the message today is called Starting Fresh. And 
It's not about a fresh start. I'll take a fresh start all day long. Sometimes we teach about fresh starts, not today. Today we're talking about starting fresh. And that's a, that's a really big different thing. How do we live rested in an exhausting world? Do you guys agree the world is kind of exhausting? I saw a tweet years ago, and it has always burned into my memory, that said, why is everything so expensive? I'm not even having fun. And that was it, and it was just like, oh my gosh. That boils a lot of different things down. Genesis chapter 1, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering above the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. Then it goes through the following days, day two, and three, and four, and five, and that God kept creating things, and each one of them, he would see that it is good, and he would say, and so it was good. And then there was evening, and there was morning, and then the next day, and getting back to work, got to make that platypus. And it says in verse 27, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. It's the first time he says very good, when he saw us. <laughs> and there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. And so it's this thing that that God is going through this first six days that ends up becoming a rhythm when we get to the, the seventh day of rest. It's poetry, um, a, a certain way of writing and flow, of getting back to the rhythm, back in, not start, stop, drop off, spike. And this is a repetition that God is going into, that this is what you should look to do, that you should look to work, put your hands to something, six days a week. And you should rest on the seventh. This is repeated multiple times. Whenever something's repeated in Scripture, it's like it is super extra, double important. It's like if you pick up your phone and you have one missed call from somebody, that's one level of importance. You pick it up and it says 12 missed calls from that person. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> what happened? Level of importance all of a sudden shoots up. And so what this passage talks about is that God created and he saw that it was good and that there was evening and that there was morning. That's kind of weird because it's backwards, right? Wouldn't you have thought everything started with day? It says there was evening and there was morning, though. Like, wouldn't you, if you're beginning things and you're, and you're showing the people how it's supposed to work from here forward by modeling things for them, because we've been made in the image and likeness, and we're just watching him, wouldn't we get into the habit of waking up in the morning and then going to work and then getting home in the evening 
why are these showing us right away the wrong one, evening and morning? In the Jewish culture, uh, the day starts with rest. It starts with rest, with just hanging out. There wasn't even TV, so just talking to each other, going for walks together, eating with your family, having a long meal together, taking a nap even after you woke up. And then you go to work in the evening. And what is, what, what does this stuff matter that I'm talking about? Uh, Moses is the guy who wrote Genesis 1. Moses wrote this stuff down, and I think he was trying to tell his people and tell us that um, we're, we're never going to be able to do enough to satisfy it. It's never going to be over. Um, it's a rhythm that just keeps going. And so um, people will hear about this, and some of you in this room are the people who are afraid to rest because you don't want anybody in the world to look at you and say you're lazy, right? You don't want to be caught lazy in any way. Um, or you work nonstop because you grew up without any money and you never want to be in that position again and so you're working, and I, at some point, uh, your, your bank account is kind of there. You have kind of the safety. Um, are you ever going to spend it? Because I believe, with all of my heart, Jesus wants you to have a little bit of fun. Like, we're supposed to be here enjoying the, the gift that God gave to us, not punishing ourselves for some invisible thing forever. reason for that is because rest is to trust in the thing that God has done that it's enough. Rest is being able to trust in what God has done that it's enough. It's enough for all of it. That you don't have to fix it. You don't have to be better than that. You don't have to um, get more done. You don't have to worry about people saying you're lazy. You don't have to worry about uh, her thinking you're not enough of a man. You don't have to worry about any of these things when you are able to rest and trust that the thing that God did for you is enough. Matthew three, sixteen. it says, as soon as Jesus was baptized... He went up out of the water, and at that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son, with him I'm well pleased. This is an identity statement again. Right away, Jesus, you're reborn. Who are you coming out of this water? The Father himself says, this is my son, with whom I'm well pleased. Okay, got it. I don't have to wonder anymore. And right away, what does Satan go after? His identity. Satan shows up and he says, if you are the son of God, then why don't you... Well, if you are the... And he keeps saying if and trying to use these doubt words, but Jesus knows his identity.
you're a note taker, write this one down. God's done list is more important than your to-do list. His done list is more important. Yeah, sure, go ahead. You can clap. What, what, what has God done? A lot of times people are newer to church and they go, well, I don't, you guys are always saying that. What has got any of you want to, you're not allowed to talk for more than, more than 15 seconds. The ushers will pull you out of here. What has God done for you? He cured you of cancer. That's a pretty good one. What, what, is, what has God done for you? Lisa. He turned your life around. What has God done for you? Died on the cross and saved you. Yep, and you get to be and you get to be an awesome grandma to that grandson, and you get to bring him up in a different kind of way. That's it. What else? What's God done? Yeah. I'm sorry. Courage to be three days sober. That's a big one. Keep going. Just keep stacking numbers. You're around some good people. What else has God done? He listens to our prayers. He hears us. That is, that's one of my favorite things about him is that it isn't a thing where he doesn't understand what we're going through. He feels it even more so than we ever have. He understands what we've been going through. Yes, is there somebody back there? forever friends. I, know, I had a lot of temporary friends. <laughs> Who else? What's God done for you? Yeah. I had a 1% chance of survival and he saved me. 1% chance of survival and he saved you. Man, I bet that story of the 99 gets you. Sick the whole month of May in the hospital. Here you are. March. Praise God. Good to see you. Who else? Yeah, George. God brought you back into the church. George's wife, Haley. They, they went to church here for years. His wife, Haley, passed away a couple years back, and uh, he's fighting his way back into it to flip burgers and be a difference. I love you, George.
your mom almost died twice in surgeries, and he pulled her through those things. I love it. Yes. Who else? Yeah. Melissa. He answered your prayer and brought your husband back and restored your marriage. I'm, I'm repeating these things because people on the podcast and things, they can't hear you, and I want them to be able to know what you're saying. Who else? You woke us up this morning. All right, now you're running out of steam. What is rest? Rest is uh, whatever focuses us on the goodness of God uh, rather than the, the negatives. We've talked about that before, that if you're stressed out or anything, if you actually write down a list and you write out every single thing that's wrong in your life, everything that's stressing you out, um, we would call it a tatasmo list, things that are stressing me out. Uh, and write out every single one of you, and I bet you it's probably like eight things. And then start writing another list of everything that you have that's a blessing to you, and start thinking about the nitty gritty, like my 2003 Hyundai Elantra with 400,000, praise God for that car, that you have a car. Like start thinking about the things that you, man, my lawn looks better than my neighbor's, praise God. Whatever it is, though, just, and it'll, it'll just, no, it won't end. It will not end. It won't end. And you start thinking about, man, there is not that much wrong in my life. So rest is whatever focuses on the goodness of God. How do we include this kind of stuff in our, our life? Um, this is a, a weird one and a hard one. I'm terrible at it. I'm trying to, to, to get better personally. Uh, my men's group and I, the last time we got together, we started, we've done this several times, but we started a new goals list for 2023. Uh, in the past, we've done it where it's been kind of an extensive goals list. We want it to be measurable things, and we put it into different categories that you'd have professional goals, you would have um, you know, spouse goals, you would have family goals, you'd have personal fun goals, all kinds of different ones. But we started putting our list together, we didn't finish it completely, but five fun goals for 2023. And some of you can be praying into this. Buy a dirt bike or four-wheeler. <laughs> Learn and play pickleball. I bought the rackets and stuff. We're about to do it. Blah, 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 all kinds of things. These are fun goals. Five Allison goals. 
that we'd have date night two times a month. That I would be able to, she's a, a real estate agent and they stage houses where they make them look all cutesy and cozy and people want to buy them and pay more money and it, it's awesome. Um, a goal to help my wife stage a house at least one time a month. Just to be helpful. to try to be more of a person who can chill rather than be uh, needy or overly talkative. Um, I'm one of the people who can't let the, like if there's half a millisecond of silence, I'm like, <laughs> Personal goals, I have some around uh, becoming more mentally strong. Uh, go to the gym three times a week. That's actually been happening. Be more intentional about reaching out to friends and family. Average 15,000 steps per day. Get a freaking eye exam and glasses. I can't see this. But it is on my list. Uh, I also put on there to go to my friends' kids' sports games. Um, our kids will have different sports, and we have friends from here show up to support them. And I'm like, huh? Like, that's a beautiful thing. Family goals, take Finn to Comic-Con. But I have several goals around rest and figuring out how to rest um, and getting into better routines with that and believing the science and the Bible that um, it's, it's one of the single most important things that, that we have to do to be able to, um, to be able to start in a fresh way. I'm sharing some of these things because I would love to encourage you guys to do the same with creating these goals lists. We, we didn't even finish up in one week, so we'll do it again at our next meeting and then just discuss them and uh, what we need to do to get some of them done, rather than just saying, yeah, I would like to run two marathons, but you've never even went and watched one. <laughs> like, what's the actual, like, how do you do it? We're going to talk a little bit more uh, over the next couple weeks about some of those rhythms from God. Uh, let's pray. God, I just thank you for the people in this room. Um, I don't know why it has been on my heart lately so much, but just people who are punishing themselves for things that, and uh, some of them would argue that they're not, and that that's crazy. And that they don't even know what uh, they would be punishing themselves for. And I just keep seeing people who are punishing themselves, that they're not enjoying the goodness of God, that you're a good, good father. And you give good gifts to your kids. You spoil us, and it's kind of it's kind of in our DNA. We just pray that uh, you would show us how to, how to rest and not, not just meaning take more naps, 
but to be able to, to focus on any of those things that are good. We love you, Jesus. You have a better way to live. We want more of it. We pray in your name. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. I love y'all. I'll see y'all soon. For more information about Vineyard Westside, please visit vineyardwestside.com.